you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going in Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today, but uh, we got quite a bit to get through, so let's get into it. Larson, what's in the news? Oh, man. So, uh, Undertaker, he's on the never-ending retirement tour, apparently. Evidently. Um, And uh, he's taking a turn to shoot interview territory. His dead man has been talking, uh, sorry, been doing more talking than walking as of late. And he's pulled zero punches of late during his press rounds, Mm -hmm. uh, especially during an interview with uh, Peter Rosenberg on ESPN's Cheap Heat. The target this time, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Brother. 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 Uh, so this is a story about, I believe, the Survivor Series 91? Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, where, Pete, where Taker won the belt. Yeah, Pete and his co-host uh, were like, hey, what was the deal with uh, Survivor Series 91 where they gave you the belt and they pretty t- quickly took it back? And uh, and the funny thing is, so that was a, it was a very general question that they asked. What was the deal with Survivor Series 91? Or take us to Survivor Series 91. And then Undertaker basically used that question to exclusively talk about how Hulk Hogan, and Taker was only like 24, 25 at the time, how Hulk Hogan used that moment to seemingly attempt to torpedo Undertaker's career immediately. So this is what he said. He said, uh, Hogan claims that I hurt him on the tombstone during the pay-per-view. I didn't find out till Tuesday. I think he meant that he was going to get the belt. I knew there was going to be another pay-per-view, but I didn't know I was going to drop the belt back. That came out of nowhere. I figured like, okay, maybe it's because he's telling everybody that I hurt him. Hulk was still the golden goose at the time. Okay, they're going to take the belt off of me because they can't trust me. It really wasn't explained the reasoning behind it. Uh, uh, When asked about how we felt, uh, about hearing the news that he had hurt Hogan, Undertaker said, well, obviously I was devastated, but he explains. He says, it was a setup from the get-go. Back then, we would show up around noon. Hogan would roll up around four or five. I remember, so every there's so much little bits of shade in here. Oh, yeah. I remember getting there at noon, and Hogan was already there, which is weird. He goes, hey, kid, can I talk to you? We go into the shower. That's where business was settled. And he goes, I've got this neck injury. I'm nervous about taking your finish. He said, Hulk, or I said, I'm sorry. I said, Hulk, believe me, I will protect you. I pride myself on not hurting people. I promise you, I will have you so tight that there's no way you'll hurt your neck. We went about our business. Every point I would pass him during the hall, he'd be like, remember my neck, brother. (laughs) That's all I got all day long. We go to the finish. Ric Flair slides the chair in. I pick up Hogan. When I tell you I had the brother secured, he was secure. I give him the tombstone. As soon as I hit my knee, as soon as my knees hit, I hear, oh, you got me, brother. I'm like, how? I'm 24 and I just crushed Hulk Hogan. That's what's going through my head. They gave me this opportunity and I just hurt the golden goose. I'm mortified. Now, let's pause here, Larson. I actually, once I read this, or once I saw this, rather, 
uh, I went back and I turned on Survivor Series 91. Hogan's head is so far away. It's like mid thigh. It ain't anywhere close. How many inches? Give me, give me, uh, give me a measurement. Six, at least six inches. Yeah, that's gonna be the over under for me. It's like half a foot. He continues. I go backstage and I'm like, "Where's Hulk at?" Somebody says, "Oh, he's laying on Vince's office floor." Another note. Also, pause right here. After uh, Hogan takes it, you can see him say something immediately after to the Undertaker, which is probably that. Oh, brother, you got me right. Yeah. So uh, uh, Hogan takes forever forever just laying there uh, uh, producers show up agents show up emt shows up and he's like oh, oh. it's like in the thumbnail that i have it's like his yeah, like yeah, yeah, shocked yeah. face yeah. right yeah takes yeah. him forever so continuing on uh he's on vince's office floor i go in to check on him and here comes the paramedics so i go behind a wall with shane mcmahon i listen to them check him out and i hear somebody get my wife and kids on the phone I don't know what the hell is going on other than the fact that I hurt the golden goose. Shane tells me, Mark, his head wasn't close to touching the mat. And I'm like, no, no, I heard him. We didn't have access back then to watch things back like we do now. So I didn't see until Tuesday in Texas. A lot of boys came up to me and were like, his head never got close to the mat. If you watch it back, you can tell his head never touched. Uh, Once Undertaker saw Hogan again, he watched the footage and he confronted him about it. I got to San Antonio, and uh, there's some missing quotes here um, that just sort of gave Undertaker's sort of uh, 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 state of mind. He's like, you know, on one hand, I'm not sure I want to like, this is me paraphrasing. He's basically like, on one hand, I don't want to stir the shit. But on the other hand, I'm a man and I want to confront this guy about this. So I got, he says this, I got to San Antonio and was like, Terry, I watched it back. You never hit your head. And he said, oh brother, what it was, listen to this. You had me so tight. That when I came down, I had nowhere to move, and that's what's jammed my neck. I couldn't move at all. At that point, Undertaker says, I was like, okay, all right. Then I knew what he was all about. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make a lick of sense. It doesn't make any sense. A lick of sense. Uh, He also called uh, Suburban Commando the worst movie ever. It is awful. It's truly, truly awful. Um, later on, it's it's well worth a listen. Later on, he also talks about his perspective of the Montreal screw job. Is this lot. the same interview where he talked about how uh, they should put him at the match against Brett instead, and then uh, he would drop the belt to Sean later on? I don't know. I didn't get that far okay. into it. Okay. Um, I saw I saw some quotes from that, but I didn't necessarily notice the source. I know I, I saw that he said that as well. I would suspect that maybe this was the interview, but I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, but man, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's hilarious that Undertaker. Zero Fs, zero Fs. He he also threw a little bit of shade. I guess there was a, I forget the exact angle, but it was when Hogan and Undertaker, I guess, had a thing, and uh, Hogan was trying to start a motorcycle and he couldn't, and uh, he had to get off and run. And Undertaker was like, "Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny." Um, <laughs> I just think it's hilarious that he's like burning it all. Out. It's like nobody can touch me now. I'm yeah. pulling the curtain back and I'm pulling it way back. What's well, funny because by and large, through his press rounds, through this uh, last ride documentary, he's been exceedingly diplomatic. I know, I know. And this is kind of the first time, even how he's putting this, it's reasonably diplomatic. He doesn't say in so many words, "Yeah, Hogan tried to 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 
squash my career essentially yeah but 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 that's mm -hmm. a serious implication throughout this whole story when he says oh i know what you're all about now this is the least diplomatic i've seen oh by far and it's still relatively diplomatic as far as shoot interviews go you know yeah no and he's like he's he's very i don't know uh there uh, there's no there's no bitterness there there's i mean you know at the end of the day undertaker is a legend Exactly. And and it's hard to touch, you know, his legacy is extremely hard to touch and he knows that. And so this is just it's like a campfire story, you know? It's like, oh, let, let me tell this story to the boys. There's no malice there. It's just, hey, this was an experience of mine because they asked about it. And Hulk Hogan basically, even if he even if it wasn't Hogan actively trying to ruin his career from the get-go, it was like, man, I had this huge moment, and they, and then it was taken away from me, basically. You know. Yeah. Uh, Fear and Loathing says that was Bill Simmons' podcast where he talked about the uh, Montreal okay. Screwjob. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This is hilarious. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, there's some free entertainment for you. You know who else has given us some free entertainment, Larson? That'd be the WWE. So after months of rumors, the WWE would introduce a free tier to the network. Finally, became reality today. The company announced they were quote unlocking a vast portion of its content library with more than 15,000 action-packed WWE titles now available for free uh, among the content available currently at no cost to you. Uh, new shows, including Raw Talk, mm. streaming Monday nights each week immediately following Raw, hosted by Charlie Caruso and Samoa Joe. Oh, Where's that'll Talking be Smack? good. That's great. Give me Talking Smack, too. Yeah. Um, more. Groundbreaking original series, including Monday Night War, Ride Along, Table for Three, Photo Shoot, and Storytime. Uh, recent episodes of WWE's flagship programs, Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, NXT. Of course, you can get those now on the network about a month after they air on the respective networks. I think right? it's around a month later, yeah. Except for NXT, that's on the following day. Right, correct. Very correctly. Uh, select historical WWE pay-per-views and NXT takeover events. That's interesting. You get some, some free pay-per-views. Not current ones, obviously. I think the some. thing that I saw said like fifty. The number they're using for the amount of content they have is fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Okay, yeah. So I don't know, like, what you know, I don't know what level of paper is like all the big fours. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, weekly WWE highlights, top ten WWE's the bump, WWE now, the best of WWE and WWE timeline. Uh, of course, along with the free tier, we'd also heard at some point they'd have some sort of premium tier. Uh, no official word on that yet, uh, you know, and I, I imagine the, 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 the map to getting to that particular premium tier, if the rumors or whatnot are true, as far as additional content from additional promotions, mm -hmm. that might be a little trickier to get done, considering there's a lot of uh, licensing, uh, negotiating about all that kind of stuff. So we'll see if that happens. Um, but it's, 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 it's good they're allowing some free content to reach the WWE Universe. Um, and I, I wonder in terms of, of, of introductory offer, if you will, whether this will yield more page subscribers this way as opposed to having a month free. Yeah, you'd like to think so. You know, you'd like to think that they, they would, you know, shore up some some new subs doing this. Uh, the, the history of I mean, I remember God, I forget this was a while ago. The history of uh, uh, being able to sign up people based off of free content is like the statistics aren't great for it, mm. but, mm. Uh, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, for nothing else, if, if, if there are fans out if, there who... Go ahead. Is that a scenario where it, it was originally free content and they went to a, a paid model, or is that 
a situation where it's there's yeah no the, so the, these are stats going way back because I think it was back when I was trying to do comics and I was looking at web comic this you know you know I think I, I when when the Ricky when the Ricky Gervais podcast was a new thing so this is going oh, yeah, like yeah. ten years or so yeah I remember that I remember that um I was the first season was free and the second one was paid I right believe, right yeah and I was researching and I think I remember it's something like like generally speaking the research has been done on people who are willing to plunk down once they've already gotten something for free. So obviously this is a different case. Yeah. Once they've already received something for free and then willing to plunk down for it, it was like 1%. In this day and age, that might have changed significantly because the digital landscape has completely altered. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so who knows? I don't know. I just yeah, who knows? I mean, it's, it, you know, based on my experience too, uh, in both personally and anecdotally, if you give people something for free and then you try to charge for it, guess what? No one's going to want to pay for it. They're used to yeah. get it for free. Yeah. Yeah, these days it's funny. I think that works more along the lines of like, look, people either want to support you or they don't. You know, like you give something, you know, you give something somebody for free. If they want to support what you're doing, then they'll start plunking down. Sometimes they'll plunk it down. They'll plunk down money even if you're giving away for free. You know, it's like mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the Patreon and the Kickstarter stuff. You know? Yeah, I mean that's uh, kind of those things. Radiohead started with them rainbows. They're like, here, pay what you want for it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, how much did you pay for in rainbows, Lars? I bought the physical package, so I bought the. I actually got oh. the deluxe edition with the vinyl okay. and all that. <clears throat> Just like forty bucks or whatever it was. I don't know. I think I paid them ten pounds, fifteen dollars, something like that. I think I paid what I thought an actual album. That's a fair price. That's what a, that's what a CD usually costs. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, great album too. It's fantastic. Uh, some sad news. Uh, Danny Havoc, uh, GCW has announced that Deathmatch Wrestling legend Danny Havoc has passed away at the age of 34. His real name is Grant Berkland. He was a CZW mainstay until his retirement of 2017, uh, September of 2017. Uh, a ton of names in the wrestling community are uh, uh, expressing their condolences uh, through Twitter. Uh, over the weekend, uh, by everybody's account, he was uh, incredibly loved, a very kind, nice person. Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently, I read that his wife, who was 27, passed away two months ago. Oh, my gosh. Of uh, some sort of heart disease or heart failure or something. Wow. So, uh, you know, I didn't see that he had um, any kids that he might have left behind. Mm -hmm. Um, this might, I mean, I, I don't know that it's been disclosed yet, you know, how he died, but mm -hmm. you, you can maybe put the pieces together if he was in a state of depression, you know, two months after his wife passed away, you know, uh, uh, one thing that Mox no, uh, noted was that he was a, a, a accomplished graphic designer and designed his first AEW shirt. So, uh, this morning, uh, I, you know, I'm not, I wasn't terribly familiar with the guy, but, uh, I watched his segment on vices, the wrestlers. Oh, um, uh, which focused on his uh, retirement match, and uh, he had yeah he was he was a really good artist, and he had like his entire match sort of planned out on his sketch pad. Oh wow! With like with like all these like glass based contraptions, and like the final spot was like uh, looked like it was supposed to be. Um, like a Spanish fly off the top of a ladder through like a double paned, like two panes of glass that were like uh, framed together. <laughs> and like uh, Alex Cologne, his uh, opponent, looks like he nearly broke his damn neck on one of the chairs oh that was gosh. holding it up. It was it was nasty stuff. But uh, you know, people really loved this guy, and uh, and he seemed like a sweet sweet guy. So uh, this is really really sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is really sad. Uh, we've got a Raw on tonight, 
And, uh, of course, we have a preview for said Raw. Larson, would you like we to do, kick this off? We do, we do. Sure. Seth Rollins to host Rey Mysterio's retirement ceremony. Or will Ray retire? I don't think he's going to retire, man. Hard time believing Ray's going to retire. Well, if I – here's the thing, man. He didn't announce it. Seth Rollins won MC. If I said all of a sudden one day, hey, everybody, I'm going to host a Larson retirement party, you know, you'd probably be pretty shocked and, and probably not hugely happy about that. I'd wake up like, what, I'm retiring? <laughs> you'd cool, be like, where's nice. my retirement fund? Steve's, Steve's uh, buying me out. He's going to give me all $13 that this uh, podunk operation of ours is worth. Uh, that's, that's, I invested uh, wisely in my retirement. <laughs> uh, we have Raw Women's Champion Asuka taking on NXT Women's Champion Charlotte Flair, the hardest working woman in the history of all people. Charlotte Flair. That's going to be a good uh, match. That should be good. Uh, Alistair Black to go one-on-one with Seth Rollins. Seth pulling double duty tonight, hosting a retirement ceremony and having a match. My goodness. Uh, and then finally, United States champion Apollo Crews to defend against an opponent of his choosing. Please go heel and choose like, you know, Nicholas or Gilbert or something <laughs> like that. Or uh, Dominic. There you go. There you go. So, uh, so yeah, could be a good rock. Could be boring. Who knows? You never know with raw. Never know. All right, man. You want to answer some questions? Sure. Mailbag time. All right. All right. Anthony. Uh, hey, friendos, you finally had enough of each other, but instead of duking it out yourselves, you each summon a champion to represent you. The champion is a character of your choice from book, TV, movies, etc. Uh, who do you choose and make a case for why you win? Who is the most powerful fictional character a lot or in, in, in fiction? I mean, if you want to go with, you know, the, the most current relevant, maybe. Wouldn't you go with Thanos and his Infinity Gauntlet when he had all the all the stones? I, mean, I guess he, he could make the, you could make the case that he's most powerful, but is that something you really somebody you really want to align yourself with? So here's the thing: whoever we choose will manifest into reality. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I want Thanos in reality. I'd go with like I don't know Jack Nicholson, Wolfman. Interesting. He's, he's gonna fight my battle. Who are you gonna right. choose? <laughs> you could choose anybody and it'd beat my guy. <laughs> you said Jack Nicholson, Wolfman. <laughs> All right. I um, challenge you. I challenge you to make this a contest, though. Yeah, don't, that's what I'm thinking. That's don't I'm just thinking. go for the easy win now. No, I'm not <laughs> I'm going throwing to. the gauntlet to you. Jack Nicholson, Wolfman. Uh... Some other, uh, 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 see, Night by Night says uh, Teen Wolf, and that's my first thought. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, about Teen Wolf 2. You know what we should do is just pit Teen Wolf versus Teen Wolf. There you go. Two. Michael J. Fox versus Jason Bateman. <laughs> see who Exactly. Wins. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, all right. Let's see uh, here. Patrick Sparks. man Patrick Sparks, go ahead if you got it up. Who's got the better legacy kayfabe wise? Hogan or Taker? It's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, kayfabe wise, it's Hogan. If you take in the the full breadth of their career, it's it's debatable at that point. It's, it's up it's up in the air at that. I point, don't think yeah. it's like certain one way or the other, but it's debatable at least. Uh, Patrick Sparks, how will they bury Dij? Oh, sorry, that's spoiler territory. My apologies. 
Uh, yeah, but okay, but the, he has, he wasn't in the Raw preview. I have no idea if that's actually going to happen or not. Yeah, no, but I want to spoil it in case people. It didn't seem to be as certain as. And on top of that, is that like a really huge deal? As much as I love him, is that like a big deal? Will Vince McMahon even know what's going on? Probably not. Probably not. We'll skip that one though. Patrick's already. Yeah, we'll had skip one. that one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Juan Guerrero Jr. Mr. Senor Triple Mania. Which wrestlers do you think could actually pull off a modern day finger poke of doom and somehow make it work? The Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh heel long heavy. When should the fiend have a match with Sid for breaking his Rocketeer toy? So if you read the story Bray Wyatt told today on Twitter, uh he was backstage WCW playing with a Rocketeer toy. Uh, Sid started complaining about him being too loud. Uh, Bray gave him the finger. Uh, Sid came over and broke his toy. Yeah. And then uh, he had a part two of that. He said somebody, I didn't recognize the name. Did, did he say, who, I know he tagged somebody. He said 30 years later, who was it? Uh, here we go. Who was this? Oh, uh, Jason Baker? Some sort of a special effects makeup artist guy, production designer. Maybe he. Oh, okay, with. okay, okay. He says uh, today, nearly thirty years later, my great friend Jason Baker bought me a new Rocketeer toy and restored my faith in humanity. And guess what? Said I'm the man now, and you still suck. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny stuff. That's hilarious. Uh, Gary swapped the ring gear of two wrestlers to make them look better. Uh, who would Steve Mongo McMichael? Oh God, wh- whose ring gear would make him look better? You know the thing about him is, so I was while while I was waiting, we were waiting to do this. I was uh, on the the Twitter account. What will Mongo do next? Yeah, it's hilarious. Here's the thing that I that I can't be too down on about Mongo. So many of those gifts illustrate that the man had such a sense of humor about himself. Because some of his cells, some of his like flops or his uh, his bumps and stuff were so comedic, he had no problems poking fun at himself within the context of pro wrestling. And that I love that. I love you can be as, as terrible a wrestler as anything, but if you're in there having fun and you're 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 not taking it too seriously, you don't have an ego about yourself, which seemingly he was in there just having fun. You have to appreciate that stuff. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Yeah, I, you can appreciate that, but you can also appreciate the the fact that he can't wrestle could potentially lead to someone getting hurt. Yeah. So, go with the bad, I suppose. Uh, two wrestlers to swap their gear. Uh, I'm looking at some of these suggestions here in chat. SL Prawn says Goldberg and Stone Cold. Be the same thing. Same thing. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank today. Okay. What about the? So the Fiend has some pretty cool. Has like some pretty cool gear. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of just works for the Fiend though. Kind of does, huh? Who has gear Die that? I, who has gear that we don't like? Diehard Homer says Eddie Dennis and Otis. Imagine if uh, Otis had the the long shorts and the singlet. Mm, mm, mm. No, no, no good. Eddie Dennis and Eddie Dennis and like Braun Strowman, because anything to get those goofy like basketball pants. Like who just makes basketball pants look like their wrestling gear? Like it's just at least Kevin Owens just wears basketball shorts. I know, know. I know. Not something that's a facsimile of basketball. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Jason Lewis, what would your criteria be if you were to do going in raw math for movies? It'd be the same thing. Being good. Yeah. So uh, I guess in terms of look, it'd be like cinematography. Yeah. Promo would be the script. Yeah. And then in ring would be the, the performances of the actors, I guess. Promo, or the direction of it. In ring, I would think that in ring would be like, I mean, it's sort of something that's like not... So, like promo, I'd say is the performances and the script. Yeah. I'd say it's yeah. like one ball. Fair enough. Fair enough. And yeah. then in, in ring would be the, the direction of it. I think so. Uh, yeah. Legacy is legacy. Yeah. Uh, and then kayfabe is kayfabe. It's, I guess, uh, uh, claim, awards, money, whatever you want. That would be the harder one to decide whether we're going strictly on, on how it's received. Legacy would, be, legacy would be less scientific and more. Whether it make money or, or you know, uh, all three of them. Yeah, kayfabe is a bit easy because you can you can look at awards and money, uh, and then legacy would be a bit more difficult. Like what the perception is, you know, decades later or after the fact, anyways. Hmm. But yeah, I think the same criteria applies. Yeah. Um, Dalen Dula, you're in charge of a major meat shipping facility, and for your next big order. You're required to ship 235 boxes of pork tenderloins to Bismarck, North Dakota. For context, each of these boxes weighs approximately 50 pounds. So whatever 50 times 235 is. Which wrestlers do you choose for your delivery crew? Strongest ones. Well, Braun Strowman and Mark Henry were legit strongmen? Yeah. Is that true? Is there a difference between strongman and toughman? No, well, uh, Braun was a, str- he was a strongman competitions, and Mark Henry was a, a, a weightlifter, powerlifter. Okay. Those are two different things. Okay. I think, In yeah, Mark Henry like legitimately claimed like the strongest man alive or something, didn't he? Yeah, world's strongest man. That was world's strongest man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was like a legit thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he was a power lifter. He was a really good one. 
Uh, well, legit, the... legit within everybody who applied for that particular competition. Yeah, I guess so. There might be some um, people like in you know the mountains somewhere who are like stronger than Mark Henry, but they didn't yeah. apply. Whereas the strongman competitions, that stuff that used to be on ESPN, where you had to like, you know, like throw a keg over a wall and stuff like that. You like bite down on a clamp that has chains attached to a train, and you pull it, or and something. you have to pull the train exactly. That's the strongman <laughs> stuff. There's okay. powerlifting stuff. So those two guys for sure. Um, Cesaro. Oh yeah, he's pound for strong. pound, one of the strongest guys. Super strong. Uh, one more, one more. We need four guys, four guys in a truck. Um, um, Big E, he's super strong. Yeah, I was he's thinking got all Big sorts E too. Of, of powerlifting records too. I was thinking Big E. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. White Brown. He says Rawgate Mutant. It's a good one. There too. you go. Um, Sean Lathrop. What's the best gimmick that never reached its full potential? Uh, for Sean, it's Devil's Advocate Sean O'Hare. Yeah, I remember that. That was cool stuff. Um, it, it actually worked better seemingly as like a motivational speaker thing than in the ring. But mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's sort of the weird thing about like WC, all those natural born thriller guys. It is kind of shocking that none of them really blew up. Like you can't look at, you know, you, you got the spirit squad and at least one of them turned into like a huge name, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the natural born thrillers, any number of those guys like Jindrak was there, I think mm-hmm. O'Hare, um, mm-hmm. Who is that? Who is their manager? The uh, totally average Mike something or another. Mike Sanders. Mike Sanders. Although I think he's like a motivational speaker now. Interesting. Something. Interesting. It's weird that none of those guys. Kevin Nash is still the biggest name out of the natural born thrillers. Who'd have thought? Um, I thought like the the Mordecai gimmick had potential. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, like uh, I understand. Like, what's his name? Kevin Thorne, the guy who uh, who who had that gimmick. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Bruce Pritchard's talked about in his show. Like, he wanted to wrestle a specific way because he thought it fit the character, but it's led to boring matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you find a way to make the character interesting in the ring as well as outside the ring. Maybe it would have went somewhere. I was listening to the uh, was it backlash, backlash or Judgment Day, two thousand five, something to wrestle with. And God, the number of people that he was that they were talking about that had tons of potential. And it's funny because you look back and you totally see it. That had tons of potential in like 2005 and like did not make use of it is like every other person he's talking about, like Paul London, Heidenreich, uh, uh, Orlando Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like every they would come across so many guys in common. What? What? Why didn't he ever d- do more? And then he'd be like, you know, he had the look, he had everything, just couldn't put it together. Or in the case of Paul London, he was just, you know, he wasn't taking it seriously enough. Mm-hmm. Carlito uh, didn't like to play off his politics. Uh, it's it's crazy, like, how everything has to fit into place yeah, for somebody to break through. I know. I know. Uh, Thomas Bryan Austin, what gimmick match should have its own pay-per-view dedicated to it? Uh, current one's exempt, so no hell in the cell, no money the bank, obviously. Which, wait, I'm sorry, what now? What gimmick match should have its own pay-per-view dedicated to it? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, beat the clock challenge. Whole the entire three the hours challenges. of beating a clock? Yeah. And if, yep. like, the first match, like, only goes ten seconds, it's like a Seamus Daniel Bryan thing, then you've got three hours of just failure? Yeah. Okay. Or it could be like those, uh, you know, like those UFC cards where all the matches end of the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You get our pay per view. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that'd be nice. <clears throat> uh, 
Yeah, gauntlet match. This is a good one. Who said that? Die Hard Homer. Yeah, pay, uh, pay-per-view match. length gauntlet match would be pretty cool. That'd be great. You just call it the gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, Blake Elizondo, why does NXT wrestlers' storylines seem to get staler faster than main rosters? Because we are conditioned for them to rotate faster because of call-ups. Are the writers used to that same turnover? Is it something else? Higher bar. The bar's been set too high for NXT. Anything less than brilliance is... Is a, a abject disappointment. Exactly. Yeah, that could be part of it. No, I wondered part of it too was if the there is a certain amount of, and not that that not the the idea that they're writing every story expecting someone to get called up, mm-hmm. but the idea that someone could get called up any moment, mm-hmm. uh, maybe influences how they approach their story. Story. There's a dove in my backyard. Hello, dove. Anyway, just, carry a, on just a world of activity sometimes outside one man. So I was at my I was at my in laws this weekend. I was at my in laws this weekend, and I've been there countless times. Did you bring back any specters? No, no hauntings in that house yet. Um, I've been there countless times, and I don't know what it is, but it's there's a, it, in short there's a bird turf war happening around my in laws' house. There's hawks. Blue Jays, yeah, crows, yeah, all fighting for dominance over that chunk of neighborhood. Oh wow! And in, in particular, there's this one real scraggly-looking redwood tree that's that's nearby yeah. that they're seemingly constantly fighting over the course wow. of the two days we were there. What it was, kind of it was interesting got? to watch? Hawks, I've never noticed that before. Hawks, what else? Hawks, crows. Oh. Blue Jays and quail. There's a, apparently a family of quail living in my. Uh, Blue Jays backyard. are trying to get on that action. How the what do they think they're going to do against a hawk? How is it the hawks haven't eliminated every other one of those things you mentioned? At I'm least the sure. crow. I'm not sure. The crows, crows are good sized birds, and then they can come back. I guess they're from ra- the dead. ravens. Ravens are the larger version of crows. There's a vice versa. I don't remember. Yeah, um, they're pretty good sized birds. Crow, raven, whatever one is the larger of the two. Uh, but yeah, the hawks. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. You'd I think like they're, those... the, they're the they're the predators of the group. They would have the advantage, but I guess not. You'd think they'd be the apex in that particular uh, that particular turf war, but who knows? Everybody's got an Achilles, man. Got an Achilles yeah, yep. heel. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's see if there's any questions here in chat. Uh, Hollow HMR. Do you guys see Sting wrestling in AEW? I do not. No, I do not. Uh, MC Seminole Runner in kayfabe which wrestler would you rather be locked in a dark room for 24 hours with Dexter Loomis Killer Cross or the Murder Hawk Lance Archer his answer is easy it's Killer Cross yeah he is he can be reasoned with he's articulate in kayfabe and he's got Scarlet uh, yeah she's a little on the creepy side but you know Ooh, man, that'd be kind of cool, to be honest with you. I'd actually kind of like being stuck in a room for them 24 hours, see if they can't take their hands off each other, and I just get to sit oh, there and watch, dear. engage somewhat. Uh, but, yeah, no, Lance Archer, uh-uh. Uncle Rico, no way. Dexter Loomis, you would literally die. Um, Anthony Tobias, Larson, you excited for the new Run the Jewels album? Yes. Very excited. I'm trying not to listen to anything from it. I wonder if they want to like hold off on that and like redo some stuff (laughs) to reflect the. No, LP LP talked about that and said, you know, the the, the, by and large, what's happening today, he felt like that album would do more to speak on that 
than really what he could articulate, at least at the time. That's so cool. When's that supposed to come out? June 9th, I want to say. Oh, okay. Wow. I might catch so about a week. that guy's right there. There's Jonathan. Uh, if you could cower in a bunker with anyone, who would it be? Killer Cross and Scarlet, man. I just said that all day long. <laughs> just watch them. How long? How long do we have to be in this bunker? In perpetuity? Is Trump Open still ended? there? Wouldn't surprise there? me. Wouldn't shock me at all. I imagine him. You, you seen Robin Hood, the, uh, the the Disney version? Hey, why is it? Hold the, on a second. Where why, the king's I was, there sucking his thumb. That's what I imagine Trump is doing right now. I was curious about that. So I was about to get on the news. And I, yeah. in my head, I was doing CNN.com. Why did I start typing WWE.com? I don't know, man. I want the latest international news from CNN. The latest news from WWE from Hall of WWE. Famer. Yeah. Oh, Run the Jewels Sports coming out Friday. Nice. There you go. Even better. Uh, let's see here. So did you get any answers? What's that? You're going to you're going to go to CNN.com, and I feel like you got sidetracked totally. Yeah, it's just it's all depressing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's not. He's probably he's probably out of his bunker. I don't know. It doesn't say that he. There's no like bunker watch. You ever seen the Disney version of Robin Hood? Yeah. What the cartoon? Yeah. Oh, that and Sword in the Stone were my favorite growing up. Same. Same yeah. here. Those are kind of like the uh, the Disney anime movies of our generation. Yeah, I know. It was awesome. Hey, you know what's crazy? We, how lucky were we as kids when we had like G.I. Joe, He-Man, GoBots, Transformers, all that stuff, right? And then the girls had like whatever they had, strawberry, whatever. Shortcake. Shortcake, gem, yeah. uh, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Those poor kids that were born in like the early 70s, they didn't have any of that, did they? They had pet rocks. <laughs> You're right. What the hell? That sucks. I was just thinking about that today. I was like, man, before our generation of like toys and cartoons, like they, they figured that shit out. Like executives figured that shit out with us for us. We were the test subjects. Before that, they had like Mego, which was like yeah. they were like dolls basically. Yeah. Like they didn't have action figures. Had <laughs> dolls. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, being a kid in the 80s was rad. It was pretty cool, man. Jesus. Uh, let's see here. Ryan K. Lamb says, having met Mongo on many occasions, he pokes fun at wrestling and said it was a blast. Mongo seems like a cool dude, man. Uh, Mauricio, what is the likelihood of there being new Rod SmackDown set designs when they go back to arena shows? Probably not high because they just redid them. Oh, new. Oh, like it'd be a reboot of sorts? Yeah, they just redid the, the stages, so I'd be really surprised. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. I think that, yeah. But you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha, do you guys think the world will be back to normal before Triple Mania this year? Normal, no. Uh, some uh, kind of in between. 50% capacity up to 5,000. Maybe. Normal, no. We're not going to have go back to normal for a while. Normal as we knew it. Uh, let's see here. Oh, that guy says, what's up, guys? Will there be another King of the Ring? And who wins it this time? If they had another King of the Ring today, who would win? Well, 
Well, th- my my answer is going to be uh, dependent on if they go through the ridiculous gimmick of making that person wear the cape and the crown and have the scepter and all that. I think they would do a thing where like Baron. I mean, he would. It would turn into like a king versus king type thing. So Jonathan says Nakamura. And having him seen wear a crown in New Japan for one of his entrances, if it's a cool crown like that, then absolutely. That and his cape. Oh, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. If it's, if, if it's branded consistent with him, that could be cool. Yeah, right. Fear and loathing. Each pick a wrestler you'd want to do a one-on-one interview with. Well, at this point, it's The Undertaker. Yeah. It's 100% The Undertaker. I'll say Sid. <laughs> Oh, dude, what a <laughs> wasted answer. You've seen his shoot interviews. He offers nothing. That'd be a but good here's challenge. But the thing. I, I, could throw, I, could throw off a, I could throw out a question that is not, in no way related to him, and he'll have an answer for it. That's the thing. He hey, does say, that, too. We think of Montreal Screwjob, and he'll talk for five minutes about something he wasn't even there for. Yeah, I know. It makes my job so easy. Yeah. And maybe at some point, uh, he might he might, might have some insight. Yeah. <laughs> Easiest interview, man. He seems unfazed by everything, too. Like, if you watch his Hannibal shoot interview session stuff, he just seems so, like, like he's just recounting facts mm-hmm. as opposed to adding his own. He doesn't seem to editorialize at all. <laughs> like, when he was asked about the Montreal Screwjob is a situation where he's just recounting something he probably read. Right, exactly. Like, yes, we know that we know the facts of the situation here. So. Yeah. And I feel like he doesn't so like I've I've garnered this one thing. I've garnered two things from him. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. 
Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P.com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Sid used the threat of him walking a lot. A lot. And he was not afraid to do it either. <laughs> no, we've seen that. And number two, uh, uh, the only real opinion I've seen him have on anything in wrestling is that small guys aren't a draw. Because, of course, it was like 6'8 or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, again, I was listening to something to wrestle. I was listening to one from, like, shoot, what was it? They were talking about Sid. And uh, it was 95 or so. They did a whole episode on Sid. Yeah, I didn't listen great. to that. Wait, did I that's listen great. to that one? Yeah, you did. That was great. You God, I got to go back and listen to that. And, uh, and I mean, Pritchard Singh was, you know, they, everybody agreed that the guy was a draw. They just always had to decide, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's as a draw. Is he worth dealing with what comes with Sid? Yep. 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 Uh, JB, what's the best pay-per-view in your opinion to put on and get lost in for a couple hours? Man, with the new TV setup here that I have, Isn't I was that rough on your neck to definitely do this all the time. Uh, well, I don't, I don't really watch necessarily when I'm like sitting here. It's not that bad. I just do this. Like this is, I can see good here. I wouldn't watch a whole pay per view like this. But back yeah. at the couch, it's great. The all couch right. is back here, so you can see it fine. So that's that's what we're going to be posting up whenever we go back gotcha, to doing gotcha, that. Gotcha, stuff. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um. So what was the question? <laughs> Uh, best pay per view to, to watch, in your opinion, and get lost in for a couple hours. So I'll be honest with you, I'm not even going to call it a pay per view. I'm going to say like any episode of Nitro from like '97. All right, there was a lot going on back then, and you get. I mean, look, this is that's the one thing that I think Bischoff did pretty good at. Like when he was good, was yeah. having all sorts of different things going on. Like he had the luchadors, he had like great wrestling, but then he also had the over the top stuff with Hogan. He had the whole NWO thing going on. He had the Horsemen. There was a mm-hmm. lot. There was a lot of variety. And yeah. I, I turned on one random Nitro. I was live tweeting it like months ago. I turned on one random Nitro from '97, and with just within the first hour, there was a lot. There was like a, a Jericho Guerrero match. There was a Malenko like Rey Mysterio match. There was like a horseman segment, like a flare promo. It was all in the first hour, and I was like, dude, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, White Brownie 92 says, uh, asked you to check out DiJack's Twitter. I just did. Have you looked at it yet? No, I'm going there now. <laughs> it's just a picture of the WWE United States Championship yep. title. Is yep. he facing Cruz tonight? That'd be something else. Is that Apollo Cruz's choice? Is Dijak going to come in and job in a, in, a, in a title match against Cruz? That could be a banger match. That could be really good. Man. Oh, man. I miss Dijak's old theme song. <laughs> the one with the bass line that sounded vaguely like uh, a Tool song? It lifted is the word you're looking for. It lifted. <laughs> <laughs> Borrowed, uh, stolen, sampled. Really, it's a sample at this point. 
Well, I mean, a sample is if they uh, lifted it Correct. directly from the, what they did. the original track. Clearly no, what they I don't did. Think they, I don't think they did. Timbre the bass sounded different. Clearly what they did. Anyways, uh, any other questions here? Oh, sure. I got distracted by... Uh, Z- by Dijak. Zondo says, had the thought during Friday News Brief that Samoa Joe is just a better Taz. Who are some other examples of wrestlers being better versions of other wrestlers? Um, right now, I feel like Timothy Thatcher is like a, 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 a better, more human version of Chris Benoit. All right. I have all to right. see more of his stuff, but I, I see so many pieces there. Um, but like his promos are so legit. Who's another uh, really tall athletic dude like Dijak? What was it? Was Sean O'Hare was the dude that was doing swantons, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my answer. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, and the last question here, Fear and Loathing, says uh, Angle introduced Riddle. Apparently Angle's been re-signed. Or there's talk that he's going to be, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I, pick a former... I just saw, saw something about it. I remember if he actually had or not, though. Pick a former WWE star to introduce Dijak. And he, and he says, don't say Sid. I know. I won't say Sid. Um... Is uh, uh, Patrick Warburton a former WWE star? Uh, check the magic eight ball. <laughs> Unlikely. Not looking good, Steve. Not looking good. Again, I'm trying to think of somebody from a legend who The Undertaker. Uh, Tall guy, athletic. Yeah, they might be saving him for Damian Priest though. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Sid. <laughs> yeah, it's got, yeah, because he was like, yeah, he was athletic coming yeah, off sure. of the what was it, on the, the softball second diamond. He was he was athletic. Oh my god! Oh god, poor Sid, that leg. Good lord. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Twitch chat, stay tuned. We'll see if we can raid somebody. Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thanks for watching, everybody. Until now, maybe we'll just ran- randomly choose some Twitch streamer with like twenty people. We'll see who's playing wrestling games. How about that? All right. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll just blow somebody's mind. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.